0: has given us this gift of them coming to visit before they leave, and we'll miss them, and we love them. But I would just want, I would just pray, and um, well, I would ask you, Pastor Anderson and Sue, if you would come up and just pray with us together, lead us in prayer, and... I would like us to come up as a body, all of us come up and just we will be prayed for, for by Pastor Anderson and Sue and for God's will to be done in this place and in our lives. I believe that we. this is the move of God that is going to usher in Jesus coming back, and we're a part of it and god and sue and bill one of the things that i wanted to share with you is just like you know our worship and and the kids worshiping and to me lately like in the last months i just feel this warrior warrior you know we're in warfare this is warfare worship and um and i just know that we have a purpose we're not exactly sure what <laughs> But we are willing, and, you know, I just feel like God has saved us for such a time as this. And uh, so, if you would, if everybody come up and just have Pastor Anderson pray over us and Sue, just real quickly, and just come on up, and we'll gather around and hold hands in a circle. And,
1: yes, do your (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we're used to being in a church where we talk all the time and, and everybody talks and shares but Julie just confirmed what the Lord through his Holy Spirit has been showing me when we came here it was actually 19 years ago next month that Howard died and and he was some of your, it was your father, your great grandfather your great great grandfather he was a man of God who loved the Lord and when he Set this property forth to just honor the Lord. It's sacred. This is sacred ground. And God is honoring it. And I believe God does have a lot more to be done. It's time to forget the past and move toward the future of what God is going to do in this community. The community is right now going crazy. Good things are happening in the Lord as well as some really nasty things. But just stay faithful because... uh, it's a season where everything is ripe and ready for harvest, and you're, you're right on track. You're right with your heart because God was showing me, bless this land, bless these people, bless what I'm doing because you've got to keep your eyes on him. It's not about Julie and Chris. It's not about anything in the past. It's about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Keep your eye on him because he's got good things for everybody.
2: Can I add a little PS here? (laughs) Uh, I hope it's not too long. At any rate, uh, I remember coming here the first time. And uh, when we got here, we knew that this is where God had put us. There was no doubt about it. I had no idea that someday I'd be standing probably in this very pulpit here sharing the word. But one thing I do remember is that we came in here. There's a special anointing for worship in this whole property. I know years ago there was the Lord Hill celebrations that took place up here. And I think God deposited a spirit of worship in this property, in this building. And I remember I would come in here and it was like the angels were joining us. Where's all those voices, you know? And, and, and I really do believe that, that they were here with us. And I just remember, you know, Terry was leading and, and Mark and all the other people. We had a lot of worship leaders here for a while. And, uh, but it was all good and uh, i just remember just the worshiping worshiping god with a band and just coming here let him take your soul and just lift it upward and uh, just worship him with in spirit and in truth and you know what we came back here this morning and i thought yep it's still here <laughs> there's no doubt about it god has really put this place and he's set a stake in the ground and says, I'm going to remember this spot right here because this is where I'm going to do something great and wonderful. You know, but God has. He moves in mysterious ways. He's moving people in and he's moving people out. You know, we're some of them. (laughs) We don't know exactly where we're going to land. We don't know if this is the last move we'll make. Uh, I hope so. I'm tired of this. (laughs) But, But at any rate, God has a plan. He has a plan for all of us. And I was just sharing with Chris. Uh, I remember one of the first uh, first sermons I heard Howard preach when we when we got here was uh, he says God is doing a new thing, <laughs> a new thing. That's what he said, and and I remember that because I said, yeah, you're right, and I you know what I took him at his word. As God, you really are doing a new thing. You're doing something here that's never been done before, and. Uh, <laughs> And he did, you know. He he, he raised this place up, and there's some wildly crazy things that went on here. But you know, and it seemed like it was out of control. But you know what? God was in control. He knew what he was doing. He was doing something in this place. He was doing something to the hearts of people here. And you know, those that that scripture just uh, just came to mind to me uh, just a few weeks ago, and I shared a couple of weeks ago. You know in church, that God is doing a new thing. God is still doing a new thing. He is the same today, yesterday, and forever. But his mercies are new every day. every Every day, God does something new. And he has plans. He has plans for all of us. And he's, he's moving us. And he's positioning us around different places in the world. And he's putting us where he wants us to be. He is doing a new thing. Church is going to be different. Church is already different. We see this COVID thing coming out and all of a sudden it's like like somebody put a big foot in the middle of a big fire and they thought, yeah that'll stamp out the church. but guess what? Those little sparks just flew out and they went everywhere and they started individual little fires and I really believe that that's what God is doing. He's taking small groups of people like this, like us, like, like many groups around this area. you'd be surprised? How many little churches are tucked away in the little nooks and crannies of this county and all over this place. And and God, that's what God is. I believe that's what God is doing. He's carrying his battle to the small people. He's positioning us where the enemy can't come and get us and wipe us all out in one fell swoop. But I'll tell you what. He's raising up an army. He's raising up an army. And you know what? The good part, we're all part of it. He has commissioned us. Of the battle. He's put the sword in our hand, and he's going to have victory. Okay. Praise God. Praise Praise God. The going to pray the oh, yeah, I got to pray a blessing. No.
1: Sorry,
2: to I get carried away. I'm sorry. Well, Lord, we just, uh, we just come together in your name, Lord. I know this is a a time that you set forth, O Lord. All things and all matters are according to your plans and your purposes, and nothing escapes you, God. You knew, God, a long time ago that we would be here this very day proclaiming your name, proclaiming praise unto you. And, Father God, today we just, in obedience, O God, lift up this nation in prayer, to lift up, O God, your plans for this nation, Lord. I pray, God, that your anointing would fall upon this country, that, Father God, the, the light would be so separated from the darkness that millions would see it and flee to it. I thank you, Lord, for this revival that's been going on by this, this the, uh, courageous soul here who has taken you at your word. And, Father, push the worship O God out into the streets and out into the countrysides. And, Father, I pray that your spirit of worship fall upon them. And every place they go, and every place their feet land, oh God. I pray, oh Lord, that you will raise up an army of worshipers in that spot. Lord, that you will save souls, oh God. And that, Father God, the enemy will have no cause. He will have no place to enter. Because, Lord, the Holy Spirit of God is protecting everyone involved in that. We pray, oh God, for courage. We pray, oh God, for joy. We pray, oh God, for success of your kingdom. On this earth, we pray, God, for everyone who's here today. I pray, Lord, your blessing. I pray, Lord, for productivity in all that they say and all that they do, that, Lord, their deeds, O God, will be pleasant in your sight. Thank you, Lord, for this time together. Lord, we just humbly come before you in your presence, O God, and just pray these simple words in the name of Jesus. Amen.
3: That was a powerful word. Amen. A lot of confirmation there. What God is doing. I'm fired up now. <laughs> Thank you Jesus. God is good. Amen. We got to take up an offering before I forget. You know, I shared a little test. I've shared this before, but when we first started the church, I was so afraid to take an offering. You know, for my family and friends, I'm like, "Lord, Lord," but the Lord corrected me and he said, "You are denying them a blessing." So ever since then, ever since the Lord corrected me on it, I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to take up an offering every time. So, Grace, would you come on down? And we'll take up an offering and we'll pray for the blessing. And I think we're going to keep the kids in church today. What do you think? (laughs) Keep them in church. You guys want kids church? All right. Well, you can be. Di- you guys can be dismissed if you want to head back there. Well, oh, oh! They got their tithes. Hold on, <laughs> Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you for your blessings upon this body, this little body, Lord God, that you have great plans for, Lord God, and plans to prosper us and to keep us in good health. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, that you are prospering the works of our hands, Lord, the meditations of our heart and our mind, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for all of your blessings, and we just thank you, Lord God, for, the, for those that are giving, Lord God, that are giving with a cheerful heart, because we know we're giving into your kingdom, where rust and moth will not devour, Lord God. We know we're giving eternally to you, Lord Jesus, And you know our hearts for this place, and you know Julie and I have never taken a salary, Lord God, from you, Lord Jesus. And we're just going to pray and keep praying and keep giving, because we cannot give you. And we just praise you and we thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, kids, you can do your tithes and go back. You know, it's so funny that Pastor Anderson said that the first message that he heard in here was that God was doing a new thing. And the last message he's going to hear is that God is doing a new thing. Amen? Isn't that God? Isn't that how good God is? It's amazing. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I believe that we are on the edge of a turning point. I believe that we're on the edge of a turning point. When I was writing this message, all I can think about was a teeter-totter. You know, you, have you ever been on a teeter-totter? And you got that pivot point right in the middle. And we've been doing this, going back and forth. The enemy's been having his way throughout the nation. We've seen it on our TVs. Well, God's about to have his way, and that teeter-totter's going to shift, and it's going to be like nothing we have ever seen before because God is moving he's moving in our midst he's moving all around us you know we sing a song he never stops working he never stops moving God never stops always moving forward he's got a plan and he's been working his plan since the day of creation hallelujah God is good and he's doing a new thing and it's greater and it's Bigger than what we can ever imagine. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He's got a plan for this nation. And I believe he's calling out the remnant. And he's bringing them together. He's raising up an army like Pastor Bill Anderson said. He's raising up an army. And we're part of that army. And we've got the sword, which is the word of God. And not only do we have it here, but, you know, we have a lot of it hidden in our hearts. And when the time comes for it to come out, it'll come out. We just got to trust God. Amen? Amen. But this last summer, we've witnessed some of the most horrific and evil things in our nation. You know, I believe... You know, it's all in the Word. If you know the Word, it's all in the Word. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, this is where I believe one of the things we've witnessed. It said, the concerning, the concerning the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to Him, we ask you, brothers, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by some prophecy report or letter supposed to have come from us, Saying that the day of the Lord has already come. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. For that day will not come until the rebellion occurs. Well you know what another word for rebellion is? It's called rioting. And we just witnessed that. We've witnessed that in our nation. And the man of lawlessness is being revealed. So you know, everybody here knows that I like Bible prophecy. I get into it, I study it, and I look and see where we're at with current events. I mean, that's part of my job as a pastor, to, to let you know what's going on, to let you be aware of what's coming, so you are prepared and ready for the Lord's day, because the Lord is coming, and it's sooner than a lot of us think. It was coming back then in Paul's day, how much closer is it in our day? Amen. But the man of lawlessness is to be revealed. The man doomed to destruction. So one of the things I'm going to tell everybody here is you be watching. Because that man of lawlessness is going to appear. <clears throat> he will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped. You know, and that is what is happening. Right now in D.C., they're opposing him. Facebook is opposing the worship of God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. They're coming out against worship. And I'm not surprised because the Bible tells us this. we got to be ready in our hearts. we got to be ready. They're already labeling us a hate group, a terrorist group even. Some of them can call us. everything that is called or called God or is worshipped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. You know, if I remember correctly, the Bible told me, and then what I've read in there, is that that's exactly what Lucifer did, isn't it? That's what got him kicked out of heaven. He set himself up against God. He wanted to be worshipped. He wanted to be like God. I don't know, but that's what got him booted out. And Paul says, don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things. And now you know what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. You know, the Lord, all he has to do is speak a word. That's that's how powerful God is. You know, God is greater than any force out there. Do you know the word says that the gates of hell won't prevail against the church? That's you. Take that in your heart. Hold it there. When you feel the enemy coming against you, say, No, the devil, I'm not giving you a foothold. No, devil, you're not going to prevail against me. And I'm telling you, he'll try says the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracle signs and wonders and in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing they perish because they refuse to love the truth and be saved for this reason god sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth I'll who've not believed the truth I'll have delighted in wickedness Praise the Lord What started what started out as pre- peaceful protest we saw them turn evil so fast so fast You know I believe that we are on the brink of the greatest revival You know, God is moving. He's doing a new thing. We are on the brink of the greatest revival the world has ever seen. It's been prophesied over and over and over again by mighty men of God. Many, many prophets. It's in the Word. God is on the move. We see him moving through this let us worship. Power and worship. Power and praise. We see him moving. We saw the return with Jonathan Kahn at the city capital. We saw Franklin Graham do the prayer march at the capital. Now we see this let us worship movement come out. And you know that, like Pastor Anderson said, the devil went and stood stomped on the fire, and those sparks flew out. I believe that. Because, you know, it was prophesied in 2020 by Bob Jones, said there was going to be a revival in 2020. Well, this is before. <laughs> Bob Jones prophesied it before now, in 2020 that we would have a revival. And then the devil, then COVID came, right? Then the devil stomped it, tried to stomp it all out. But what happened? God turned it around for good. Like Pastor Anderson said, the army went out. Like the sparks went out from the flame. And it went into all the nooks and the crannies. You know, and God is calling a remnant back. And we're all part of the body. You know, all denominations, all tongues, all nations are all part of God's body and God's kingdom. That believe in the Lord. We're all part of it. And I believe, like I said earlier, that God is moving. We're on that teeter-totter, and his side is being weighed, the devil's being weighed, and God's side is much greater and will always be greater than anything that the devil can throw at us. I believe that people are getting their lamps full, their jars full of oil, they're trimming their wicks, they're getting ready for the return of the groom. You know, God is going to have a pure and spotless bride. He's going to have a pure and spotless bride. He's coming back for a pure and spotless bride. And I believe what's happening is people are getting ready. They're being sanctified, justified. They're being built up because of everything that's going on in the world and coming against them right now. You know what happens, like I said last week, when the pressure... Gets greater. What comes out of coal when it gets pressurized? Diamonds. That's what's happening. The pressure might be getting greater, but what the devil is planning for harm, God is going to turn to good. And he's coming back for a bride that's going to be ready on fire. The bride is making herself ready. The worshipers will rise up in spirit and in truth. They'll rise up in spirit and in truth. They'll worship the Father in these last days like never before. We must keep watch. And we must be in step with God. We must keep our eyes on Him. We must have our eyes open and our ears open and our hearts open to receive everything that God has for us. For direction. For leading us. Even on our daily walk. We must hear from the Father clearly. So that we can be ready to move when he says move. Amen. Not be afraid. afraid. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus is to trust and obey. And I'm telling you, when it comes to obedience, sometimes it's not easy to take a step of faith. Sometimes there's fear. There's opposition that comes up. You know, God wants to do a great thing here. But the devil wants to bring in fear and opposition over here. To keep you from stepping out in what God's called you to do. Well, every great move of God, there's been a move of the devil. To try to hold people back. But you know what? We're overcomers. We're overcomers. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We're overcomers. God is faithful and just. Amen? God is faithful and just. He's a just God. He's a holy God. You know, and that's what I believe the church is doing. They're getting, we're being built up. You know, we don't even realize exactly what God is doing all the time. But God is always moving. He's always on the move and He's always working. And believe it or not, you know, things are moving exactly the way God knows they're going to move. Exactly the way He wants them to move. And we're being built up. The closer we get to God, the more we get into His Word, the more we get on our knees and pray. the more we're going to hear him clearly, the more, the more we seek his face, the more he's going to show himself to us. But a time is coming when he's going to show himself to the whole world. He's showing himself to the whole world. And right now, we're in a valley of decision. We're either going to be for God or we're going to be against God. That's what's happening in the world right now. Another pastor, you know, Pastor Bill. I'm so blessed that he's here today, him and Sue. I really am. I I didn't know you were even still here. I thought you might have left because I heard your house sold miraculously. isn't that the hand of God? Their house sold like before it was even on the market. They had like three offers it wasn't, it wasn't even on the market today, was it? But one day, and they had three offers. And their offers were greater than what they even expected. That's the hand of God. That's a, that's a blessing upon them. And we're so blessed to have them. And we're so shocked to have them. But God is moving. Like he said, he's moving them. He might move us. We have to be ready. And, and like another senior pastor of mine, he wrote a book called uh, Suddenly. And in the cover of his book, he has a picture of the earth, one side black, one side white. No middle ground. There is no middle ground for God. You're either for God or you're against God. You're either for God or you're against God. There is no middle ground. And I believe that we're in that valley. A lot of people are in that valley of decision. They have to choose whom they're going to serve. And those that serve God will be blessed abundantly. Abundantly, above all that we can ever imagine. I mean, we've got the greatest gift ever given to us it is his son, Jesus Christ, who died on a cross for us, who rose again victoriously, who sits at the right hand of God, ever making intercession for us. The greatest gift of salvation that the whole, for the whole world to receive and take part in. We have the decision. We're either going to be for them. We're either going to be standing on the truth. Because you know what? All other ground is sinking sand. My wife said it earlier today. All other ground is sinking sand. I'm sorry. That's just... That's the truth for everyone. You're either for God or you're against God. And I believe... The remnant that's being gathered is going to be on fire so strong. They're going to be refined. You know, I've heard that term throughout the years since I've been saved. God, refiner, grab that. Get a hold of that refiner's fire. Get a hold of that refiner's fire. I went to that Toronto outpouring and blessing, and it was about the being refined with that refiner's fire. And we need that. We need that refiner's fire. Because it purifies us. It separates all the impurities from us. It cleanses us. We need that. And that's what I believe the church is going through. That refiner's fire. That cleansing. The light will get lighter and the dark will get darker. We're in a battle of good and evil. And we all have to choose. We all have to, you know, God is such a good God. And He's a gracious God. And He's a patient God. And He's a merciful God. He's a loving God. And He's a gentleman. He's not going to force Himself on you, is He? He doesn't force you to make a decision, He lets you choose whom you will serve. We need to serve the Lord. And we need to serve them with abandon. Just like Pastor Anderson said earlier, we're worship here with abandonment. You know, I love worshiping God. You know, I just, I love worshiping God. I love getting in the presence of the Lord. And it's like Pastor Anderson said, when you get in that presence of God, when you get into worship, everything, God works. He works in that. He works on you. He's like a doctor working on your heart, working on your mind, working on your body. When you're in a a spirit of worship with abandonment, we need to worship like David. We need to worship with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, all our strength. We just need to give everything to God. We need to give everything to God. We're in these last days. We need not to quit now. We need to make it to the goal. We need to we need to run the race. We need to be the light. We need to be a flame. We need to let God work in us and through us like never before. But we've got to allow God to do that. We all have to choose. There is no middle ground. And there will be no compromise. You know, Jesus told John in Revelation that he is coming soon. He's coming soon. Revelation 22, verses 12 through 13, it says, Behold, I am coming soon. Bring my recompense with me to repay everyone for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The first and the last, the beginning and the end. He's coming back. He's coming back. We know it. We see it. We hear it. We can tell by all the birth pains going on around the world, all over the place. He's coming back for the pure and spotless bride. Who has made herself ready. He's coming back for the worshipers. Who worship in spirit and in truth. He's coming back for the overcomers. Who overcome the world. And the evil one. He's coming back for those that stand their ground. He's coming back for those who have washed themselves with the blood of the lamb. He's coming back. coming back soon coming back soon and we need to be ready I believe the church is just starting to mobilize there are people starting to march out in faith I think we're really starting to mobilize and come together under one voice Under one God. And that's why we need to be praying for our brothers and sisters who are in the Lord. We need to be praying for them constantly. You know, God is using people these days that I've never heard of before. I've never heard of this man, Sean Fouch. I've never heard of him before. But God is using them, isn't he? God is using them. And God can use you. In many ways. Many ways. If we allow them. I believe the church is starting to mobilize. The people are starting to march out. We're starting to stand up. We're starting to come against the enemy. You know we're in the fight. We're all been enlisted. You enlisted the day you said, "Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you Lord of my life. I surrender all I am to you. You've enlisted into God's army." I believe your son died for me on the cross. You've enlisted in God's army. And those that have been in the servant, they know. When you have to raise your hand and enlist, you are now the property of the, of the U.S. government. Well, when you enlisted in the God's army, you are now the property of God. You're an heir. You're a king's kid. You're a royal priest of a holy nation, a people set apart for God. Amen. Amen? That's who you are. You're a warrior. Your prayers m- matter much, and we don't fight the battle like flesh and blood. We don't fight with flesh and blood. We fight against powers, principalities, rulers and authorities of darkness in high places. That's who we're fighting against. And we need to, when we see our brothers and sisters being persecuted, we need to pray for them. We need to believe that God's hand is upon them, that He'll protect them and watch over them, that God's will will be done let us worship let us worship let us worship never stop worshiping never stop worshiping there's power and praise there's power and praise There's power in prayer. God is moving. He's going to do a great thing in these end days. And are you ready for the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit like never before? Because God's going to pour out His Spirit upon us like never before. He poured out His Spirit upon His apostles in the day of Pentecost. I believe the second outpouring of the Holy Spirit that Joel prophesied in chapter 2 is going to be even greater. It's going to be amazing. Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out My Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions, even on the male and female servants. In those days I will pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. Before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Everyone. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape as the Lord has said. And among the survivors shall be those who... Whom the Lord calls. God is moving. We got to be ready. We got to trim our wicks. Fill our lamps with oil. He's coming back for a pure and spotless bride. The prophet saw it. And you know, we're living it. We're living in the end days. Biblical times. We're living in a great time like never before. We're the ones, I believe, that are going to see Jesus coming back. We're the ones that are going to see Jesus coming over that hill. We're that generation that shall not pass away. And we're living it. Amen? Amen. Surely, surely, the Lord is coming. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. Let's close. uh, Let me pray over you while we close. Father, I just thank you, Lord, and praise you, Lord, for what you're doing I thank you, Lord, and I pray for your, your anointing on your people. Lord, I pray that anything that I've said that's not of you, Lord God, would fall away. But anything that's of you, Lord God, I pray that, Lord, you would hide it in our hearts, Lord Jesus. That we would just trust you, Lord God, and run to you with all that we have, with all that we are, and all that we'll ever be, Lord God. We're, we're giving it all to you. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And Lord, you're in charge. We have nothing to fear, Lord God. We have a lot to look forward to. Your coming. The coming of your son, Jesus. Lord Jesus, we look forward to that day. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for what you're doing in the church, in the body of believers. I thank you that you are calling us Lord God, and you're building up an army, and you're calling a remnant, Lord God, to come back to you. And Lord, we call them in. We call that remnant to come back to you, Lord Jesus. Lord, and we pray, Father God, that, Lord, that your hands would be upon your, we know that your hands are upon the church. Lord God, we pray that your hands would be upon the leaders, Lord God, that you've called, that you would bless them. We pray that your hands will be upon us, Lord God, as we we trust in you. And we just thank you and give you all the praise and honor, Lord God, for this day and all our blessings that you've given to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Anybody would like prayer? I I would like the Andersons to come up. And if we can just pray over them and pray your blessings on them. If it's all right with you, Bill and Sue that we can anoint you and pray for you and and just you know we've been Bill's ministered here for how long how? many years he was minister here at the church 29 years 29 total years here that is amazing amen that's faithfulness right there <laughs> right so let's bring them up and let's pray over them. We'll bless them. We'll anoint them with oil. We'll pray that they would just have a good trip. That this paperwork would get taken care of. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Amen. They're waiting on some paperwork. so We can all gather on them. Just lay some hands on them. Okay, everybody.